0: (laughs) It's been a while since we've done that.
1: It's been way too long. We've been very,
0: been so busy and tired. Very busy, uh... (laughs) yeah.
1: We're very tired right now, <laughs>
0: but this might be a little goofy. This might be a little bit goofy. It's a Monday night. Both of us just worked our full-time jobs. Yeah, but we're, we're full of sushi now, so. I'm full of truly. <laughs> it contains alcohol.
1: Yes, yes, it does. liquid courage. Yes. I'm so what have we
0: been up to? supposed to be like
1: What doing this thing? Tim told me that I couldn't just Timothy.
0: <clears throat> okay. We'll see how this goes.
1: Anyway, what have we been up to? I like I don't even know where to start. We haven't podcasted since October and many things have happened
0: since then. Many things. Um, so right after our last podcast in October, you went to France. Yes, I did.
1: I did go to France um, for ATS Forever with Fifi Way Dupont. Yeah, it's like year. It was year number four for her, and I was there last year. And like for some reason, <laughs> she wanted to. What ask do you me mean that. for
0: some reason? I don't know. It's just... You're a delight. You're a sheer delight. I'm ready, A tour yes. de force. <laughs> Critics give you 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Four lady. and a half stars out of... 39 out of 40 Dentists recommend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have you back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was... It's, it's a very... It's a really, really nice event. Um was like 30 people in the workshop. Nice. And they're just like very they're so dedicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you've had this experience also having taught in Europe. It's like they're
0: just so dedicated s- to doing their personal best.
1: Their personal best um, they they just take it really seriously. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and not like they're not like self-serious. You know, they still have a lot of fun, but they're just very dedicated to, like, doing it the right way. And Mm -hmm. they're also it's just really fun to work with a big group of, like, highly skilled dancers who really want to dig into the technique. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, They're passionate. They're passionate Mm -mm. because I don't feel like that's necessarily the case domestically. The domestic... Belly dance scene is just really different. No, oh, yeah. It's just
0: very, very two different you know, there are dedicated, and we're not saying there's zero dedicated, zero right. passionate dancers yeah. here, but I feel like it's definitely a lot more social. It's a lot more Yes. Um uh the it, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's actually a really for. good way to describe it. Yeah. Is that it is more not that it isn't social in, in, in Europe, Europe, but it's just like, you know, if there are various a scale. yeah. Yeah, and it's just that, you know, I think here in the US there's so many ATS dancers. Yeah. You know, especially if you live like in a major metropolitan area, Mm -hmm. you're sort of spoiled for choice. And so when they have an opportunity to study with an OG or a fat chance or an SSE, it's like a really big deal. So It's just it's just a real pleasure to work with people who are that dedicated to working on on their dance and who are just like huge ATS nerds like we are. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I mean, you can't like who can complain about being in Paris? It's a beautiful city. Beautiful city, beautiful community. I ate my weight in baguettes. Croissant. Yeah. And croissant. And macaron. Um Last year, I like did the festival first and then traipsed around. And mm-hmm. this year, like, we kind of reversed it, which was, I think, the better option. You know, I actually, I don't know. I think, Mm-mm. I, I think I prefer to like do the work first <laughs> and then play after. <laughs> See, I've
0: done it. I've done it both ways. Yeah. <clears throat> when we, when I did Lisbon, when I did Tribal X. Um, matt and i went to lisbon for the week and mm-hmm. then i worked the weekend uh it was great because i had already uh gotten over the lag, yeah the jet lag the last time i was at roma tribal i arrived the day before yeah i was rocked yeah the entire time of the festival yeah and i felt like i had to get to bed early like mm-hmm. i was just so exhausted so i almost feel like i would rather go a couple days maybe you could like. Arrive on a Wednesday, yeah, and then, for sure. Yeah, maybe that'll be my experiment mm-hmm. in the future. Is like arrive midweek. Sure, my work yeah. would love that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did, like. I think that's the yeah. trade-off, right? Is that like if you if if you sightsee first, then you're totally acclimated. Yeah. And I did feel way more energized this time. Oh around. yeah, like yeah. I didn't feel like as ragged. <laughs> It was last year because it was like the same thing. I got in like literally hours before the show. (laughs) Uh, And then I taught for a whole weekend Mm. on like very little sleep. So I definitely think that I was in a better
0: frame of mind having been there for Mm. a week or, you know, several days. Oh, my God. The last time I went to Rome, I took a flight from here to London and then i had to catch a connect a flight to rome from a different airport so i went flight to london got on the tr- tube mm-hmm. to get to i think it was victoria station mm-hmm. and then take another train down to gatwick and then got on another plane to rome i was so exhausted yeah.
1: it's a lot yeah it's a lot and like even accounting for how easy it is to get to another country yeah. in europe like oh, it's yeah. still like just travel and then teaching yeah is just
0: yeah i mean I, I i love it and you know try get it. it's such an honor to be able to do and
1: you know yeah it feels like such a huge responsibility i mean i feel a lot of responsibility whenever i teach anywhere mm-hmm. but particularly when you're going you know when you have a sponsor who is yeah, paying for you to be paid out a deposit, to be there. Paid yeah.
0: flight paid.
1: Yeah, and you really just want to live up to their expectations, and you want to do a good job and like present something interesting yeah. for
0: people. Yeah, I think that's why when I went to Lisbon, I was like, this is a big deal. I want to be well rested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it that it isn't to say that Rome was deal. that. <laughs> it's it's to say that I couldn't get off work.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like sometimes Open. you're just a victim of circumstance. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, just a really fabulous event. And she did a show. Phoebe had a show Saturday night, um, and it was just participants in, Ooh. in the workshops and I didn't get to see most of it cause I was backstage, but Steven watched the show and afterwards he was like everyone they're like the quality of dance it's like everyone was really great on stage and he's like it was such good variety even though it was like pretty much an all ATS show he's like I saw stuff that I've never seen before like I saw there was like basket dialect and sword dialect and all kinds of stuff so yeah it was really Mm. cool it's just it's just such a good event and the I think the one of the best things about going out to Europe is that you know, even though I was in France, like obviously there's a big contingent of French dancers, but there's also people just because it's Europe and you're- It's so easy to get it's around. It's so easy to get around. There's people from all over. Do you have
0: some German dancers? Yeah, we had
1: some German dancers, some Italian dancers. Nice. Um I don't think anyone from the UK came out. But it's also <clears> like <throat> all over France. Yeah. It's different parts of France, so.
0: It was awesome. You spent a couple days in London, too. I right? did. I did spend a couple <clears throat>
1: days in London. I didn't do any dance stuff out there. No, but you You got to see Bat. Yes. I <laughs> I Kate, Kate, Katie, Katie and I met, which was like epic. Yeah. We've talked about Bat Stork before. And if you've never
0: read anything she's written, just treat yourself. She's amazing yeah she doesn't write about dance so much anymore but not she anymore but to. she has and yeah. there are posts out there that mm-hmm. she's done like how not to be an asshole in the community yeah.
1: that one's really good if we shared that
0: one <laughs> i don't think so but maybe we could dig it up and and share it we should and it's yeah. pretty delightful i mean we're pretty profanity laced so i'm assuming if you're listening to this and you enjoy it and you don't mind profanity then you'd be fine with this. yeah but if you're profanity averse, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I think she actually wrote a clean version of it.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I, I have to ask her. But I don't yeah. feel
1: like she swears that much in person. Oh,
0: she doesn't. <laughs> but in her writing, she she does. So
1: this is... I don't think I told you this. I I thought for some reason... So her accent totally surprised me.
0: Really? Because, you know, there's like a lot
1: of different English yeah, accents. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I thought that I legit thought she was going to have like a cockney accent. Oh my. <laughs> I do not know why. And I did tell her this when <gasps> I first met her. Ooh. I don't know why. I thought she was going to have a cockney accent. And she doesn't. It's no. very, it's like not even remotely no. close No,
0: no, it's great. <laughs> that, that is delightful. I want her to have a Cockney accent now. Right.
1: I know. So other big things on our list, which we'll all hit, I'm just trying to decide which order
0: we should do them in. I don't know. Maybe that next one should be last because it's a pretty hefty topic.
1: Yeah. I kind of feel like so just the rundown is we have we had. So in chronological order, we had general skills and teacher training. Yep. And then after that, Jesse was in Shadow Dance. And then after that was the wildcard half. Oh my god. But I think maybe we should take those in like reverse order. Yeah. And just and then end with general skills because that's like
0: Yeah. Wow. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was really incredible.
0: The wildcard half of the obligatory (laughs) wildcard shout out. (laughs) Where they just like had all the wild card dancers there. Oh my god. And just like mic drop performance and yeah
1: yeah I mean I they have not danced together all six of them for some time I think just because people have had babies and
0: (laughs) businesses yeah so I can't I actually don't I don't remember the last time I saw all of them on stage all at once
1: I think the last time maybe was The last? No, that wasn't even the last cues. That was like several cues before that. 2015, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, it's been a while since I personally have seen all of them dance together on stage. And it's like, let me tell you. It's like a hurricane. It's It's like a glitter
0: hurricane.
1: It's so powerful. It's so powerful to see all six of them on stage. It's like a sparkly tornado. Yeah. And they're just like, I mean, I know I've said this before, but I really don't think I've ever seen them miss a music change.
0: Yeah. Those girls don't miss a beat, for sure. They really don't. And they were having jello shots.
1: <laughs> Have we ever even like explained what the wildcard hofla is? I feel no. like we haven't, actually. It's an annual event that they do every year up in Sebastopol uh-huh. at, at Sirens Hall. Sudbud Hall, yeah, where Sirens Festival happens. Yeah, and it's just, it's like their sort of annual fundraiser, yeah, but it's I also showcased for all of their various student troops.
0: Yeah, and uh, local dancers. And local dancers, yeah. And um, they usually like have a table with food and drinks and like, yeah. they had White Claw and, <laughs> <laughs> and Jell-O Shots, they make jello Shots to sell and they yeah. have, have vendors and... They're really cool little event and uh i think this is the third time we de- we've done it third
1: or fourth time yeah third or fourth time it was the 11th or 12th yeah. annual yeah yeah so they've been doing it for, for a, while. A, yeah. a while now and it's just like they just have such a great community up there and their students are all
0: super supportive really supportive we forgot to send in our bio <laughs> <laughs> and so the poor I think her name's Heather. Yeah. <laughs> it was Heather, one of the she's in Black Diamond, their student troop, their advanced student troop, had to introduce us as <laughs> Tessera. She's like, uh, uh she did a really good job. She did job. such a good job. She did such a great job. She but, but I was like, well shit. <laughs> We also sent in the music hella late, and Christmas was kept like texting us, being like, "Where's your music?" She's like, "Stop making me stalk you." <laughs> what if I like it, Christmas? What if I like it, when you stalk me? But I, we were like in the middle of general skills when the music was due, and like yeah. my brain was just too capacity. Yeah, that week. Yeah. I
1: mean, if if Christmas had just like put on, I don't. Know,
0: ass and titties like we we are like okay well we deserve this okay
1: first of all that would have been awesome yes and
0: robin would have lost her shit yeah robin would have got up (laughs) on stage and joined us and for those of you who don't know who ass and titties do yourself a favor go on spotify look up dj assault i was
1: gonna say do not just google ass
0: and titties no because go on spotify i'm being very specific with you (laughs) but he's a booty house (laughs) producer. I love that that's a genre. Uh, yeah, Big Frida is all booty, booty house. house. <laughs> you, you've never been anywhere until you've been to a rave where they have at least one booty house DJ. Oh my god. So much ass. I like it. Yeah, so good. But yeah, she, they could have like literally played anything. We would have and deserved we would have, it. We would have like, yeah, well, you know, what we have for not turning around. Well, remember out. that one Underground Nomads when it was Sam's birthday yeah. and she got to pick the music that we danced to and it was No Diggity and <laughs> it was so good.
1: It was pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: She's like, I thought you would do fast to No Diggity and I'm like, in what world would we have How done fast?
1: How would we do fast, fast to No Diggity?
0: I wish there was a video of us doing that. It was good. Like full on ATS regalia. Talk about inappropriate music for ATS performance. I know we're such hypocrites. It wasn't us. It was (laughs) Sam. Uh, That was really funny. Um, So yeah, that was a wild card. Hafsa, Sophia brought us each these like little cups with like straws and champagne gummy bears and little champagne. It was really cute. Anyway.
1: Anyway, yeah.
0: If you're you're ever in Sebastopol, November, December area, check it out. Super cute, cool little event. It's, yeah,
1: it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I would love to do something like that. I feel like we should have like a springtime thing.
0: Bay Area rentals. That's the thing. It's like we
1: wouldn't be able to afford to do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If anybody in the Bay Area has a space they want to donate to us. (laughs) No, I doubt it. But you never know. Don't ask, don't get. True. Um, but before that, literally the week before was Shadow Dance.
1: Wasn't it the day before?
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, you're (laughs) right. It's the day before. It was the night before. Oh, my (laughs) God. That's why my brain is jello. (laughs) It was the night before the wild card. Goddamn, Hophila, I did Shadow Dance. Which, for those of you who don't know what Shadow Dance is or you didn't hear the previous podcast, it is, um... Ariella, who is a gothic fusion, tribal fusion, she was in the Indigo with Rachel Bryce and Sharon Kihara. She like was in the they, Indigo? She was.
1: Which Sharon Kihara was in the
0: Indigo? Yes. Wow. Like when Zoe, like back in the day. Wow. And Ariella, um, this was her 13th year doing shadow dance. And I danced a part of Deshret Dance Company. as my second year doing it. It's a completely genre, different genre of dance. <laughs> We had two rehearsals a week for six weeks, three hours each. I was really tired, but the the piece went really well. Uh, If you look at my Instagram, I have like black tears falling (laughs) down my face. But Sophia Sophia went. She saw the piece. I still haven't seen it, so I don't know what that looked like. Yeah. I'm like, I did a thing. Yeah. I was all in black. My hair was down. I looked spoopy. Mm Very spoopy. 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 Spoopy.
1: So you were saying that Ariella, the way that she curates the show, she basically like puts together the show that she would want to watch.
0: Yeah, she goes to a lot of shows in the area, and she knows a lot of performers. She really puts herself out there, introduces herself to people, makes a lot of friends, in like the circus, theater sort of scenes, and she has all sorts of different kinds, like especially ones that verge on spoopy no it's a,
1: it's a technical term Spoop. spoopy
0: Spooping. no i mean it's some some of the acts really aren't for the faint of heart like the suspension yeah acts. we'll get okay. into that um there's some butoh theater sort of mm-hmm. thing uh she's had like throat singers she's had uh shasha higby performed there one year who is um If you've not heard of Shasha Higby, she's a performance artist. Um, Rachel Bryce cites her as a a significant um, inspiration in what she does. She's a Bay Area artist who creates these really elaborate masks and costumes and music and performs. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, Look up a couple videos. Uh, When I got to see her live, it was just outstanding. And then she does have other belly dancers, like Carolina Lux Mm -hmm. was um, a guest performer. She also had a troupe of dancers from France, like Ariella goes and does events in Europe and brings them to Shadow Dance specifically to perform. And she pays their airfare and everything and all the artists get paid. Um, a couple years ago, she had Pini and Leo from, mm-hmm. from Lisbon. But yeah, it's always a really special night. It's the only night that Ariella really curates. And she does curate it to the, her, her vision of what she would want to see in a show. And I think when we talked about Cammy's show, Cammy said the same thing about yeah. how she curated that. So it's really fun to see different tastes in action. Mm-hmm. But no, I think um, Shadow Dance has a really special place in not only the dance community's heart, but like the dark gothic scene in San Francisco and Oakland. Um, a lot of people come out to it. There's vendors there's I think she had like 500 people there so yeah it was good I don't really remember the 12 minutes I spent on stage but I felt good afterwards I had performance blindness yeah Mm -hmm. you know when that happens yeah it's like oh that was a thing all right yeah that's really I mean I I
1: um talked about that briefly with Remember I've mentioned this on the podcast. Uh, oh god. My brain is like not functioning. <laughs> the Kabila director. Aubrey. Aubrey. I had a conversation about that with Aubrey once. Um, because I think we mentioned the performance she did at uh CSQ. Oh yeah. That was like just astonishing. Yeah. And I asked her, I was like, do you remember like, do you remember? what it was like on stage or is was it one of those things where you just kinda like black out. You get out? in like a flow state. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, you know, it, that used to happen to me more often when I was like a less experienced dancer because you just sort of like overwhelmed by emotions. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it doesn't happen to me so much anymore because like, you know, I've been doing this for a while and I've just learned to like control my emotions on stage and to be more present when I'm dancing, which I thought was really interesting mm. because I think I have the blackout moment on stage more often than not.
0: Oh, I definitely have it with fusion because <laughs> yeah. it's still such a new thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's, I don't know for ATS. It's
1: not, I mean, obviously for improv, it's like a different situation. Yeah, you because... have to
0: be present. You have to,
1: Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was like just a total side story. Um, you were saying that you had performance blindness.
0: <laughs> I did. I had performance blindness. I remember getting off the stage and getting out of that costume and just going to the bar and getting a drink and being like, I did a thing, <laughs> you know, and uh yeah I, I think I'm pretty proud of myself for this one because based on the feedback, which is all I really have, like I haven't seen any photos, I haven't seen any videos yet. Um, I they exist. I just haven't met up with Ariella to see them. Um, it felt better in my body. Mm-hmm. like I actually felt like I was doing an okay job dancing fusion. So I felt growth. Yeah. So I could say that mm-hmm. with confidence. It felt like it was a little bit more in my body. Yeah, definitely wouldn't call myself a pro by any stretch of the
1: word. <laughs> right, but last shadow dance, you had only been in the troupe for like two months, yeah, or three months or something.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was like pretty super brand fresh. new. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, i I am not I am not a trained eye yeah. when it comes to fusion belly dance, but I definitely I thought that your, the quality of your movement was definitely more articulate as a fusion dancer. You know, yeah. not that it wasn't before, but, like, I thought that you were dancing with uh, with fusion dancers who have been doing oh, yeah. fusion yeah.
0: for a long time. There's a part in the choreography where Ariella, like, sneaks up behind me and we do this, like, isolation combination together, and every time my brain is going, <gasps> <laughs> And then there's a time where, like, I'm dancing next to Amina, who, and if you guys don't know who Amina is, she's um, she lives in Malaysia right now, but she traveled back to Oakland to, to dance with us just for shadow dance. Um, but she's an uh, absolutely stunning mm-hmm. fusion dancer. She's so soft and, like, mm-hmm. super articulate at the same time. So, like, I felt a lot of pressure dancing next to her for yeah. some of it because i'm like oh fucking mm-hmm. god shit damn it yeah and then there's uh, another woman in the troupe uh scarlet who is Suhela trained yeah who is super intensely emotional so i felt like i had to bring the emotion game up mm-hmm. and uh there's another woman uh, rocky who's only ever studied with ariella so she's definitely got yeah. like all the technique down and, mm-hmm. Every time they told me to relax during rehearsal, my arms went to ATS (laughs) lines. I'm like, oh. And Danielle White was like, no, no, rotate your arms. And I was like, oh, rotate them backwards. Okay. (laughs) Because to me, relax is like elbows sort of like forward-ish. Yeah. Because when I'm just hanging out in the back in the chorus, my arms are just like, you know, down near my hips. Rotate a little bit forward. And she's like, no, rotate them back. So I had to like... Actively think about relaxing my, oh my arms God, that's so and funny. rotating so the elbows pointed towards the back of the room, and it took Danny to figure that out for me. I was like, I am relaxed. <laughs> my elbows pointed, yeah, yeah, so ingrained, yeah, I in mean, my body, fighting muscle yeah, memory. Yeah, i like, Ooh.
1: but yeah, I mean, I thought that, I mean, I I thought that all the dancers looked
0: really well matched and it was very cohesive. There's one moment where I have to spoon Amina. (laughs) I had to throw my arms around her and every time I would go, hey, in her (laughs) ear. You're such a creepy person. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Oh, she's so funny. Yeah, I thought for sure I was going to get punched in the face numerous times because it's like such an emotional piece and I'd be like doing my best Waluigi impression (laughs) in the back of the room. Yeah. 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 Anyway, there's Shadow Dance. It came and it went so quickly. Yeah, because
1: that's only one night, right?
0: Yeah, it's only one night. Yeah. And, uh, I guess we're going to start working on our new stuff in earlier. So that's good. It's really good.
1: Well, I had never been to shadow dance before.
0: Yeah. So it must have been a culture shock.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so outside that culture. Like, yeah, I cannot. I don't think I could be any farther outside. Of
0: that. <laughs> when you were coming, I was like, oh, she's going to hate this.
1: I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. It it definitely is not my scene
0: mm-hmm. at all, but I wasn't like repulsed by it or anything. No, either. no, you showed up in like all black, and I was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. No, I'm the red. No, <laughs> yeah, you, but you had like mostly like dark colors yeah. on. You yeah. weren't your like bright tropical yeah, bird. I did self. try to
1: dress the part. A you
0: you bit. blended in. I tried to. Yes. You you were very. Um, uh, like a, uh, a wizard trying to blend in with the muggles. Right. Like...
1: I was, like, the only one wearing an actual color, though. And I was I like, people
0: can tell I don't belong here. Oh, there were people get dressed up yeah, for that, though. really dressed up for it. I did not. Well, you <laughs> yeah. were in makeup for yeah. a large part
1: of the day and running around yeah. and stuff.
0: But no, I appreciate you coming, even though it's out of your comfort zone.
1: Well, you know, I think that it's always good to have new experiences, mm-hmm. and I had many new experiences. <laughs> it's just that, like I didn't know that dance could make me feel certain emotions, like fear or
0: <laughs> well, I think terror. that's I think that's, <laughs> I think that's part of Ariella's thing is yeah. that she likes people who make you feel something.
1: Yeah, which I think is like. I think it's really important to step outside of your comfort zone, both as a performer and also as an audience member, because, you know, we often try to only have experiences that make us feel good, I guess, Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Which makes sense, but I think it's important to, like, I just think it's important to have new experiences and, like, feel different things. Like, I was, it was a very interesting experience for me because I was just like, huh, I've never felt this way yeah. watching a dance performance. like, yeah. I didn't know that, that this was a particular feeling that could be
0: elicited by
1: dance. So I thought that, me personally, that was a very
0: interesting experience to have. I mean, you can say that for all kinds of art, not just dance. Right. Like going to see an art show that you, of an artist that you generally don't know Right? Yeah. You know you're going to enjoy Picasso. You know you're going to mm-hmm. enjoy, but going to see the work of an unknown artist is always a risk. Yeah. And, you know, I think when Matt and I went to San Diego, this is off on a tangent, we went to go see a show by an artist from Ireland who a lot of the his work was inspired by all the bombings that happened in Ireland by the um, mm. IRA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, IRA. I'm like, IRS? No. <laughs> um, and it would be like, he would get the, he would look like take stills from the bombings, like of debris flying up in the air and recreate that in a room with like all the sounds around you. So it was a very visceral, right? very grim, like very like, you sort of held your breath experience. Not what I expected mm-hmm. at all from this show. Right. But I'm glad I did it, mm-hmm. you know. It's eliciting, it's like getting you to feel something, even if it's discomfort. Yeah. Yeah, and... And those are important experiences to have. I think so. I, t- I absolutely
1: think so. And I think especially, like, the context in which I experience most dance is obviously, like, very different. Yeah. Um, and the emotions that are, you know elicited at, at your average belly dance show are very
0: different. So. Yeah, generally we see belly dance as joyful. Yeah. So I was just like
1: I was just fascinated by the entire as an outsider, as like yeah. a complete outsider looking in, yeah. you know, I was very like uh aware of the fact that like I'm not the target audience. Like mm-hmm. this is not for me, which is fine. You know, like I'm okay, I'm totally okay with like experiencing something that isn't for me and not understanding it because I have no sort of like contextual, uh, I have no context for understanding a lot of of what I saw Um, and just being like, cool, I don't really understand this, but that's okay. Yeah, And just kind of living in that experience for an evening.
0: Yeah, I mean, when the first time I ever went to a shadow dance, uh, I don't think I'd ever seen Butoh before. And seeing it for the first time, I did not understand it at all. And the troupe that um, Ariella hires most years, they're called Bad Uncle Sista. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the first time I saw it, I did not understand what the hell was happening. So, like, I sat on it a little bit, and I did some research about Butoh and then every time I saw it again after that, I had a little bit more and more and more appreciation, and then I saw them this year, and I was just like, I fi- it finally was just like, okay, I think I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think forms of art that don't immediately inspire, like, make you feel joyful or make you feel like what you're expecting to feel when mm-hmm. you go to a performance. Definitely take a little while to settle in and maybe a little bit more research as to what they're trying, the artist is trying to accomplish. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel bad for not understanding a piece. Yeah. Oh, I don't <clears throat> feel bad about it. No, I mean in general. That I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like in general, people well, going to see a show like, Yeah,
1: I think that there's sort of a natural reaction to like see something you don't understand and just immediately decide not like it, it yeah. you know. And so I I tried to go into it with a very open mind, just you know, like understanding that that one, I knew I didn't have any context yeah. in really going into it because I don't know anything about the goth scene. <laughs> like literally nothing. I mean, I made Laura, her friend Laura come with me. I was like, Can you be my goth translator? <laughs> yeah.
0: She's so old school. Uh, I'm like corporate goth. I'm casual goth. There's that meme going around of Marilyn Manson standing next to Will Smith. I've seen that. And Marilyn Manson's caption is, Me and my teens when I was trying to show the world that I'm dark. And the mm-hmm. caption under Will Smith is, Me in my 30s, still just as dark, but dressing more comfortably. And I'm like, oh God, this is the perfect description of me. Oh, yeah,
1: But yeah, you know, so I think it's important to kind of fight that natural, natural inclination to dislike something just because you don't understand it.
0: And this can, like, maybe this is just me, but when I was growing up in the ATS scene and the tribal scene, people were either tribal or cabaret, and that was it. You did not mix. Tribal dancers didn't go to cab shows, cab dancers didn't go to tribal shows, and I was like, well, why? So, and I had never been to a cab class before, so I was just like, okay, I would, I went to an event called Planet Egypt in London that unfortunately doesn't exist anymore, but it was my first sort of taste of the mixed show of tribal and, and, um, like cabaret oriental. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, the cab isn't really my thing. It doesn't really like speak to me as a, as what I would want to do. But I totally understand why people love it. And the more and more I see of it, the more and more I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Still would never do it. I ain't got hair to whip. <sighs> but yeah, I am. Um... Yeah, it took me a while to get there, though. Yeah. I had to, like, see it more and appreci- in order to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say that... Uh... Everyone, I mean, the caliber of performers in Shadow Dance is just, like, top-notch. It's mm-hmm. really, I mean, obviously I'm not an expert on any of this shit, but, like...
0: From an outside an Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like,
1: everyone was just an incredible performer. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, really astonishing how, how amazing everybody was. And the show is just, like, really well-curated. Oh, yeah,
0: because Ariella doesn't just pick great performers... She creates like a atmosphere. Mm-hmm. She decorates the venue in a certain way mm-hmm. with like giant ten foot tall statues and yeah. special lighting and it's definitely music. like an experience. Yeah. It's not just like you walk a show. into a theater yeah. with a playbill and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's really interesting <laughs> that you brought up um, Stardust Follies. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Earlier, because like. I feel like they're two really good examples of different types of like niche Mm -hmm. shows, right? Because like Cammie's is like very belly dance oriented. I mean, I think they had like a Persian, she had a Persian dancer. Yeah, she did. But it was like 99% belly belly dance, dance. different styles of belly dance. Yes. So, you know, that's like a niche. You're really catering to other dancers, other belly dancers. Mm -hmm. And Shadow Dance is also very niche. But she's appealing to an entire... Subculture. Subculture. And it's like, you know, we have talked previously before about, like, okay, well, how how can you sort of, like, expand belly dance beyond the belly dance community yeah and um, I think one way to definitely do that is to like have shows that have other types of dance or other types of performance right because then you're bringing in people who might not have ever seen belly dance and they're going to have this experience for something that they do recognize and then seeing something else
0: oh yeah I think that's definitely the case I think um when I used to help organize Firewater in London, that was one of our goals is to bring in ODC dancers, mm-hmm. flamenco dancers like, sort of reach across the genres of dance. But is doing something different. Yeah, it's very different. It's mm-hmm. not just dance. It's, like, all performance, performance. art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Like, she's trying to appeal to an entire subculture, and she's so well-connected mm-hmm. in the scene in, in the Bay Area that, you know she she accomplishes it really well. Yeah. But how do you tap into something like that? I don't like how do we tap into something like that? I don't know. My favorite thing to do on the weekend is to watch TV with pizza. I, Ariella goes out and she networks and she yeah. I'm like no. <laughs> I mean, I rarely even go out and
1: see other styles of dance performed live. Which is something that, like, maybe this should be our New Year's resolution.
0: Is to go to more shows?
1: Is to go to more shows. Not just belly dance shows. Well,
0: I did get us tickets to go see Trixie Mattel in February. Does that count? I mean, I guess (laughs) a little bit.
1: But, like, you know, I heard a story on NPR the other day about, like, the new um, Alina Lee Dance Company. They're touring their new piece it's like an ode to gun violence or something yeah it sounds super intense but i was like i feel you know like i would be interested to see that i'd be interested to go see more um styles of dance because like honestly a lot of a lot of like ideas that i've had for formations and stuff i've come from have come from other you know like watching a hip-hop performance because they do a lot of like really interesting formation changes so I think it's just important to like so our expand new, new year's sources. resolution
0: is to get out of the house more
1: <laughs> stop being such fucking lazy asses and shut-ins
0: <laughs> shut-ins
1: oh my god we both are such shut-ins oh my god
0: oh my god yeah like somebody was like do you want to go to san francisco and go to a club i was like you just said two things in that sentence that are an absolute no to me. The first one is San Francisco, and the second one is a club. Can
1: we go to a rave with a booty house? Yes,
0: <laughs> I'll make I'll make Matt do it I in our house. I've literally
1: never been to a rave. Oh my god, I was too young in the 90s.
0: <laughs> Shut up! You are not that much younger than me. You were just a bore. I mean, yes. I (laughs) was very square
1: growing up. I mean, I still
0: am quite square. You're just a nerd. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The big big one. Yeah. Oh, guys. We did general skills and teacher training for the first time. We hosted it and taught at it. It was... First thing I want to say is that every single event you go to seek out the organizer and thank because it is intense work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially if they're holding down a day job at the same time like event hosting i think we've said this before is not for the faint of heart like and the thing is it's
1: like general skills and teacher training is like a huge undertaking But compared to, like, a festival, it's so contained. You know what I mean? It's like this closed world.
0: Yeah, 40 participants we had. Mm -hmm. But leading up to it, I was having anxiety dreams (laughs) that, like, the venue had no idea that we were coming and that, like, they didn't know who we were. And I showed them the contract, and they are like, we don't remember signing oh that. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the morning of day one general skills, I showed up to that venue, my heart absolutely pounding. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're just over here. Da, da, da. I was just like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Or I had, like, this vision of people coming from outside of the States, like, not being able to get into yeah. the country. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was very worried about everybody
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. I still can't believe it happened doesn't it feel like a dream
0: it feels like an absolute whirlwind Mm -hmm. to have 40 extremely passionate dedicated students in both general skills and in teacher training Uh, the six fat chance instructors all teaching in the same room Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. And the creator of American Tribal Style, like, there. Yeah. Watching our every single move. (laughs) No pressure.
1: No pressure. Um... Not to state the obvious, but we should probably talk about what general skills and teacher training actually are. I assume the five people listening to our
0: podcast. Kenna, Lisa, (laughs) Sylvia, (laughs) Cindy,
1: Uh, so our five listeners... Already know what general skills is. But if you don't, if you're like new to the ATS world or new to belly dance, which I don't know how you stumbled across this podcast, yeah, that's sorry. weird. <laughs> um, general skills, they're both certificate yes. training, certificate intensives. Yeah. My brain is not working. Um, general, squ- squills. Squills. <laughs> general squills. General squills. <laughs> <laughs> General skills is twenty hours yep. of instruction. It covers the entire vocabulary, volume up to volume seven. seven. Yeah, so no volume nine shit or uh, eight or eight. What's even on eight floor work?
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like just watched volume six for the first time last Hello. weekend. <laughs> I like did I was like, what is on volume six? And you're like, huh. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's a 20-hour certification intensive. Yeah. And then teacher training is 10 hours over two days. So general skills is over four days. Yeah. Teacher training is over two days. And it's basically like your crash course. In ATS. In in. The vocabulary, and if you take TT, then how to present the
0: vocabulary, how to
1: present it, just sort of like it's not gonna make you a teacher. Yeah, (laughs) you gotta put in the work. Yeah, it's gonna give you the tools that you need to become a teacher, but it's really gonna be your launching pad for Mm -hmm. if teaching is something that you wanna do. If you take teacher training, it doesn't mean you have to teach, it is a requirement to become a sister studio. So a lot of people take teacher training and don't yeah. teach.
0: Oh yeah, I know a lot of people who took teacher training to like know how to break down the movements for themselves mm-hmm. to improve their dancing, um, which is a completely legitimate reason to take it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, one of the tips in um, oh, a yeah. little book of talent. Yes, one of the tips is if you want to get good at some at something, teach it.
0: Yep. Every time I've gone through teacher training, I, I learn new things. Hell, every time I've gone through general skills, I learn new things. I think I've gone through general skills five times now, as a, um, twice as a student and three times assisting. And every time there's a big light bulb moment, either in the way that Carolina describes it or, an, an, you know, somebody else teaching, I think like, just listening to the way that the other instructors break things down is mm-hmm. super helpful. Yeah. You're like, oh, I am stealing that for myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I don't want to, like, toot our own horns. Toot toot. But, like, I think our general skills is really special. Mm-hmm. I think it's really special. I mean, obviously, it's special to have it in San Francisco. It's, like, the, the home, the ancestral the m- home. Mecca the birthplace well and that
0: and if do. you're like coming in from out of town for gs you you know we generally end around 4 30 5 o'clock and other teachers classes in the area start at like 6 30 mm-hmm. and there is a wealth
1: of classes uh yeah
0: zoe mm. uh ariella uh liz strong cammy like take your pick abigail piggyback oh yeah abby hell yeah abby but
1: not only is it in San Francisco, also to study with all six of us. I mean, I think we're all really amazing instructors in our own right, but to have all six of us.
0: And mm-hmm. you know, it
1: like really replicates how we learned. Oh yeah. Cuz we also have the benefit of learning from a team of highly skilled teachers. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really close to like our own experience, yeah. Yeah, our own upbringing as students. So, I think ours is the best. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's just my personal opinion.
0: <laughs> no, it's a valid opinion. It's sort of like, not only are you in the heart of the Bay Area and you can experience, you know, where it came from and explore the city. Uh, you, you can learn it from the people who have been the closest to the studio for many, 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 many years. hmm the closest to, you know, Carolina for a really long time. Um, and each of us has studied and learned from her and the studio for... And have taken private lessons and group private lessons. And we all meet with Carolina once a month to make sure our chops are, are you know, up there. I don't yeah. you know. My brain is melting. But you know what I mean? Like...
1: Yeah, I just think it's really special, and it's unique. It's a very unique experience to take it with us.
0: Especially when we're on that verge of being really tired, and we get super goofy. (laughs) I think by the end of teacher training, Sophia and I were just like, Bah! (laughs) It was
1: such, it was like, what an incredible group of dancers, though. Yeah. Wow.
0: Everybody was, they made our job hard. Everybody in that room made our job very difficult because they were already very highly skilled dancers very dedicated very passionate like you could just feel the love in that room whenever yeah. you walked in yeah and everybody was so supportive of each other so supportive, and they were immediate friends i know i was just like this is amazing oh my god
1: it was just like so heartwarming to watch all of them bond
0: i was like can you guys come back every weekend to hang out yeah just come, come and hang out with us
1: yeah, you know, and I think that we were really—it was really important to us to keep to keep the class size relatively small mm-hmm. because I don't think. Well, obviously, when general skills and teacher training were first starting, they were very very small. Yeah. Um, classrooms, um, but nowadays, like oftentimes, they'll go to a general skills and it'll be like
0: sixty, 60 people. people. Yeah. Um. TT stays at forty. Max. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was just really important to us, like we wanted to have it be relatively small because we want it to have an intimate feel
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we want people to
0: be able to get to know each other. And we want to get to know them and for them to get to know us. So that was such a heartwarming experience. It was just like, the, the, it was what I needed, I think, just to like, feel, you feel like a wrung out sponge. <laughs> You feel like a wrung out sponge after, like, expending so much energy into, like, the organization and, like, working and da-da-da. And then you just walk into that room and all of a sudden, like, you just soak it all up. Yeah, just, like, the
1: enthusiasm and...
0: I had such a hard crash after back into reality. After yeah, that. I really
1: sucked going back to work. <laughs> I know. I was like, God, that was horrible. This sucks. <laughs> well, and we were trying. I mean, we were trying to do work like in the evenings. Yeah. <laughs> after training, I was
0: completely useless after yeah, that. I know. I was I like, "Murder, murder, Yeah.
1: But <sighs> uh, come back, come back, I know. come visit us. It's just, like, it was just such a blast. Yeah. It's all such a blur. I feel like I should have more articulate things to say about it, but...
0: I mean, yeah. I think the the most important things that we needed to say were said, like, just amazing group of, you know, team going Mm -hmm. into it. Like, like you said, you don't want to toot your own horn, but we were, we were on it, you know, and... I felt very confident yeah. you know, in us going in, which is important to feel from your team. Mm-hmm. And But then every, all the participants just man. being so lovely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they were so focused and just like they were there, man. They were very present. Yeah. Um, so thank
0: you yeah. <laughs> to all the attendees. Couldn't, I mean,
1: we couldn't. We literally couldn't do it without everyone yeah. showing up. <laughs> well,
0: that and like, yeah. Just having such a great attitude and rolling mm. with the punches. Mm. And sometimes it was really cold in the room. Sometimes it was really hot in the room. There was a long line for the bathroom sometimes. Like, and you guys just rolled with it, which my little anxiety-ridden brain appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what yeah. if they
1: hate us?
0: I know.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, we've all been dancing for a while and teaching for a while. But, like, as Fat Chance we're all, we're still relatively, like, new. Yeah. You know, so this is... As this
0: version of Fat Chance.
1: Right. So for us to get in front of, like, 40 people,
0: and this is sort of, like, our... It's like our debutante ball. Yeah.
1: We're <laughs> <for> being introduced <laughs> to society. Right, no, like how it, felt.
0: It, it
1: kind of felt that way a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, like, you, there definitely was, like, like we talked about earlier, like, pressure to deliver. You know, you want to... Get up there and do a good job.
0: And do your best, yeah. I mm. definitely was super nervous getting up there. Yeah.
1: I think my favorite part about it is just is the questions that people ask.
0: Yeah, yeah. some people ask questions that I've never considered before. Right, because there's
1: all the ones that you anticipate. Yeah. Uh, like, there are certain questions that you know are going to be asked. Right. And, like, generally those you'll try to get to before someone... Right, right.
0: Has, has the has opportunity to, to ask. ask it. Yeah.
1: But then there are just the ones that people ask, you're like, whoa. I
0: have never thought about I this have before. I've
1: literally never considered that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like the most one of the most interesting parts about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think like
0: we're th- we're learning just as much as the students. Yeah.
1: I think also the thing about ATS being a global phenomenon at this point is that like the telephone game happens. Mm. The telephone game is inevitable. Oh, it's with everything. Right, with everything. Like when you have something traveling, you know, like someone's learning it from someone who learned it from someone who Mm. learned it from From someone someone. who learned it from someone. And like by no fault of anyone's, things just get lost in translation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a common thing that happens when people start teaching is that they develop rules Oh rules yeah. to help convey ideas to students that eventually get hardened over time into actual rules that yeah, aren't yeah. rules. Like, I understand why they happen, because when you're dealing with new students who maybe don't, who have a hard time seeing the bigger picture because they're taking in a lot, a lot of information, yeah. it's easy to just say, just do it this way. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Just do it for the, just do it this way now, and then it just, then it just becomes that. Yeah. You know, so I think people have a lot of experiences of, like, not that what they learned was wrong. No, but I understand what you
0: mean. Like, for some reason, like, a teacher decides to do an exercise, and the student, you know, they're taking on so much, they just think that that's how it's done. Yeah. For example, like, the, like, a duet always coming out of the center of a chorus. Right. I've heard that being a rule. And we all, you know, we know that's not the case, but I could see how it got there. Right.
1: Totally. Yeah. 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 So I think it's, I think that it's really important for people, especially if they're learning ATS through video, through Mm -hmm. DVDs, or learning it from someone who maybe is like several degrees removed from... The studio mm-hmm. to have that experience of coming in and like getting it straight from the source,
0: drinking right from the tap. Right? It's just like, yeah. And Carolina getting up and just having little stories and anecdotes is just priceless. It really is. Every time Carolina was like, Can I add something? I was like, Please. <laughs> it's like, Girl, you don't even have to ask. Just go up there. Yeah. This is, this is. Yeah. <laughs> All you. I'm going to sit down. No. Right? <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, we should probably do a shameless plug oh, for yeah. GSTT 2020. 2020
0: September.
1: We'll put the link. Yeah. There're still
0: a spaces th- available. A handful in GS. Though. Yeah. I think there was like 7. So, spots? Yeah.
1: Not a ton. So if you're someone who thinks you want to take GS and TT together.
0: There's only seven opportunities to do that
1: right now. Yeah. Sign up now because for at least the next five or six spots, we can guarantee that you will be in both GS and TT.
0: Yeah. So don't wait. Yeah. Um, I know they are doing a general skills in Virginia before that, So, but they're not doing a TT. Mm. So this is the only TT that will be in the U.S. Yeah in 2020 mm-hmm. so if you've been on the fence I can assure you we're all very nice people
1: <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself
0: no when Sophia gave the teachers feedback during teacher training it was all very constructive and very was polite
1: very nice it was very nice I'm mm. actually a nice person sort yeah. of yeah.
0: <laughs> God we haven't talked about TT at all oh I think we've been going for like 2 hours. I know, We've just been rambling. This might end up being two episodes. Yeah, part 1 and part, part pun, 2. Part part 1, part 2. Yeah. For TT, you basically have to get up and teach do exactly what we teach. did. Yeah, which is you get up, you're given a movement to teach on a card. You have some time to prepare. And then you have to present it to your group with a Fat Chance teacher listening to every single word you say. <laughs> and hopefully they do it out of your sight line so you don't see them scratching on a <laughs> clipboard the whole time. Because I was very, like, aware of that. Like, I didn't want to be in the teacher's sight because I didn't want to freak them out. Yeah. But then afterwards, you know, you're given an opportunity to say how your experience was. Uh, teaching the group the group is given an opportunity to collect feedback about your teaching and present that to you and the fat chance teacher also provides feedback to you so it's all very personalized and the great thing about um, having all six of us in the room was you know there were you know we had like one teacher per group at all the stations the whole time yeah so, sometimes when there's less teachers in the room, it's a little bit harder to collect feedback. But because they're like sort of trying to listen to two groups at once, that isn't to say that that's mm-hmm. a bad way to do it. It's just to, right. you, you literally had one person staring at you the entire <laughs> time.
1: But I mean, that's like <sighs> bad. I wish I had someone doing that for me when I was, when I'm teaching. Cause like to get the feedback right away. Oh yeah. You know, like, and to have it be really specific and individualized in that way, I think is so useful for implementing mm-hmm. that stuff later on. Um, and I know that like, it seems like a really impossible task when we tell them what they're going to do. You know, it's like you have six minutes or whatever to present Oh yeah, you get six minutes. to six, six min- percent of movement, <laughs> and so I mean, obviously there are like some more com- complex concepts that you can kind of shave away. Yeah, if you get a really complicated movement, but like that is literally what we did. Yeah, for general skills, you know. So not only do we do it for general skills, so it's within the realm of possibility. If you watch the DVDs,
0: yeah, each all...
1: segment in there is like
0: two minutes. Yep, maybe. And that's a good way to prepare for teacher training. Watch the DVDs. Write down every single word Carolina says in the DVD. Then you've got exactly what you need. You're armed with all the information that you need. If you want to embellish and, and make it your own, feel free. But, like, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Carolina has blessed the DVDs and said, Just this, use here's her your script. language. Yeah. Use my script. So, yeah,
1: I mean, it's I think obviously it's really intimidating, like you said, to be in front of fat chance teachers and have us critiquing people. But again, like it was such it's not competitive, right? It's no, we want you to succeed.
0: Yeah. As much as you want to succeed, we want you to succeed doubly. So like. Yeah, I mean, we were each in your shoes at some point. (laughs)
1: Literally. Literally. We've all done that.
0: (laughs) And in some cases, like, when I took my teacher training, 10 people. I had to teach four movements in my teacher training with Carolina and Mega staring at me. That was fucking rough.
1: Yeah, dude, compared to that, these guys had it easy. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Last thoughts on gstt come hang
0: out with us yeah. yeah that actually
1: okay the best thing was like meeting all of the different dancers yeah. the next best thing was listening to all of their questions yeah because they were all really good lisa was cracking me up with her <laughs> with all of her questions Lisa's lisa <laughs> <if> we <laughs> know that you're <laughs>
0: sure. She was the school teacher out of the group, so she like was the one that could think of all the questions. Mm-hmm. But
1: every question she asked was like was a really question you like yeah. 10 other people had in the room.
0: But they hadn't either formed. Uh, like I'm one of those people that takes a while to form questions cuz I have to like stew on the information. She was just like boom, boom, boom. And I was like, "Damn, girl, thank you." Yeah. <laughs> For asking all these questions, I know she was
1: so apologetic, and I was like, "Do not be sorry." It's but actually very helpful to, to like us. But then I started feel like I was being
0: quizzed. I was Hot like, quiz! I was like, "Oh, ah, ah, teacher, I'm so sorry." You know.
1: Anyway, that was our like wrap up of the last three months. Oh my god,
0: it really feels like a blur. So, I guess the next time we'll see everybody is an ATS reunion. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll probably get on another episode before then. We should do another, like, reunion prep or just a general topic. If you guys want us to talk about anything in particular, you can send us an email. What's the Q mm-hmm. at gmail.com.
1: Cindy is literally the only person that has ever emailed <gasps> <laughs> to What's the Q. So thank you,
0: Cindy. <laughs> the one email in our email, and she called us Beavis and Butthead, which I was like, I'm totally Beavis.
1: <laughs> have we talked about that on the podcast? What that we're pe- that we're basically Beavis and Butthead. I think
0: so. Or Statler and Waldorf. Oh. <laughs> I'm definitely the one with the mustache. <laughs> I don't oh yeah they I was like don't they both have no they don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, Reunion's like the next big
1: big thing, thing. which we'll
0: do, we're doing a live podcast recording. It's Saturday lunchtime at Reunion, so come join us.
1: Come join us. Come ask us
0: questions. Otherwise, we're just going to talk about a bunch of random shit for an hour, yeah, like we normally do. We're going to have Christmas come on with us, so she can just (laughs) hog the mic the entire time. (laughs) And say... It? i'm really honored it's a real it's a real pleasure to be here it's a real real pleasure to be here, real, real
1: to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um we're we'll be teaching a tessera workshop and a fat chance workshop but they're both sold out so, <laughs> so sorry <laughs> thank you to those who bought spaces you're in for a real treat um, but if you are bummed about not being able to take a tessera workshop, we will be, Jesse and I will be at the Austin Belly Dance Convention in June at the end of June.
0: ABDC. ABDC. Bookings are open now.
1: Yes, so we'll be doing a tessera sampler platter workshop, and then I'm teaching something. Um, She's really good at marketing her stuff. You <laughs> so know. Good uh, What is it? ATS 360. So it's like dancing in the round and multiple sides and stuff. Cute. Some formation stuff. Um, and then we'll be performing too. So. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm sure there'll be stuff between.
0: Stuff will pop up <laughs> between, between now and June. June January and June. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Oi. All right, Jessie needs to go home. Yeah, it's like a 20-minute drive home, you guys. I need to get on the road.
1: You've been listening to The Q, an ATS podcast with Sophia Salazar-Rubio and Jesse Stanbridge. The music in this episode is "Old Lang Syne by Love Bite, available from the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening to us. We've had a really great time over the year. We wish you happy holidays and a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2020. She's sleeping on her pillow. We gave her a giant pillow. Oh no! And now she like lives there. She's so so spoiled. I know. She's very spoiled. She's like the princess in the
0: pee. <laughs> Put a pee under it. See if she like.
1: <laughs> if she wakes up with
0: a bruise. <laughs> Abuse. <laughs> she's gonna poop in your shoes after yeah, that. Probably.